Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. A recent study shows that Albertans aged 65 or older account for 13.8% of the total population here in Alberta, and that number is projected to hit 18.8% by 2040. Not all those seniors have families to help them as they age or the finances to get the support they need. That's where the Calgary Seniors Resource Society helps. It focuses on the overall well-being and quality of life of vulnerable seniors. Anastasia Stevens is the Director of Senior Social Supports at the Calgary Seniors Resource Society. It's a tongue twister first thing in the morning and has been designing, developing, implementing and evaluating the volunteer programs since 2005. She's here to fill us in on what seniors bring to our community, the support the society offers and how we can get involved. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, David. Good morning. How are you? Good, thank you. Thanks for so, having me. Um, you know, uh, the reason that Tara invited you is I just celebrated my 63rd birthday. <laughs> so she's sending me messages <laughs> for my future. So why don't you help me, Anastasia, and <laughs> understanding? So tell us about why Calgary needs the Senior Resource Society. Well, first, Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, (laughs) One of the things that I think is really important in the work that we do is social inclusion. And so I believe that people are more likely to age well when they have a strong network of support, whether that be friends and family or other kinds of community that they've created. It can be clubs that they participate in, neighbors, whatever that looks like for them personally. And so um, just to refer to your your birthday situation, I think the way that we can all um, age as well as possible is to find ways to be connected and to have purpose and to be engaged in our communities. So that's, that's a hot tip I have <laughs> for everyone listening in terms of how to do that. In terms of Calgary and why there's a need, I think uh, we were chatting earlier a little bit about, you know, There are a lot of folks in Calgary that don't have that network of support. They don't have friends and family to take them to medical appointments. They might not have someone to help them shop for groceries, to deliver items to them when they're sick, or even as simply as someone to talk to about the things that they're experiencing and to help them navigate the systems of where they might be able to find help. And so that's where our work really comes in is we We do all of those things that I've just talked about, so we support people. But in addition to that, we we mobilize volunteers, people that care, to provide those supports to seniors. So we're very proud of the fact that we have about 2,600, 2,700 volunteers um, in our programs. And they do everything from taking seniors to medical appointments or to their cancer treatments, to visiting with them over the phone, to having their children draw beautiful pictures and send to them in the mail on their birthdays. We really kind of have a wide continuum of services that we provide. In addition to that, we have professional services that we offer as well. So we do have uh, two teams of social workers, one that does long-term supports through our Way In program and one that does more urgent supports through our Senior Connect program. And then, you know, in reference to your opening comments about the number of seniors, the population of seniors, 
one of the things that we really see is that with that growth in the number of seniors in Calgary, so has increased the number of calls we receive, particularly around housing. So stable housing is a huge issue for seniors finding housing that's affordable, that is sustainable. And so a lot of our social work teams are focused on finding stable housing for our clients. Uh, before we continue, just to, at 63, can I apply? I saw it's 20 bucks, so Tara is going to lend me 20 bucks or pay my membership dues. Sure you can. Yeah, we'll take you. <laughs> well, you were just saying before before we actually started on air that you'd rather that people prepared for these moments rather than being in the middle of the dumpster fire. That's right. right. That's right. I think a lot of times people don't think about aging until they're faced either with it themselves or a loved one is in a in, is in a precarious situation. Right. So what we want is for people to really think about aging more broadly, and it's little things. Um, we're just in the process of uh, creating this wonderful campaign around kind neighbors, and it's things like you know you could help your elderly next door neighbor by moving their garbage bin in and out for them, and you may not think that that's a big thing, but for them in the winter time when there's snow and ice, that could keep them in their home for much longer than if you aren't doing that. So just getting people kind of to be aware of things that go along with aging. And also to go back to my earlier point of to try to get people to think about how do they age well? What does that mean to them? How do they build community and stay socially engaged? Um, because we, we can see from the science that that is what leads to um, longevity. And it also leads to quality in terms of aging. We're with uh, Anastasia Stevens, the director of seniors, uh, director of senior social supports at the Calgary Seniors Resource Society. Why do I put all of that together in one <laughs> in one intro? That's a lot of S's. I'll, I'll plead the fifth. <laughs> no, tell me more about the kind neighbors. I think it was called Ignite. Yeah. Uh, Ignite neighbors, or yeah. um, tell me about that program because that sounds like something that's that you can do easily, even without signing up to be a pro, to, to be, exactly. you know, officially in the program, just being kind and, and aware that there are people that might need some help. Exactly. So that's really what we're calling informal or organic volunteerism. Mm -hmm. So you know how normally when people think about volunteering, they think about a structured job that they're signing up to do and they have to agree to all of these things. And we're really trying to provide opportunities for people on a continuum. So yes, we have those formal volunteer opportunities where, of course, you have to be screened to drive a senior in your car. But we also want to create these opportunities for people to be a part of the community and to give back to seniors specifically in informal ways. And so we have a wonderful project called Igniting Neighbors that's federally funded. And we have a number of collaborating partner organizations within that. Um, and out of that has been born this Kind Neighbor campaign, which has been provincially funded. And it's just getting legs right now. We're still in kind of the design process. But the idea is that we really want to do a marketing piece um, that that encourages people to get to know their neighbors. So many people don't know their neighbors. I um, have grown up in a series of consecutively larger Alberta towns, um, starting at 200 and growing to the city of Calgary, which I think is about 1.5 million right now. And when I... When my husband and I built a house in one of the, the south suburbs, something we noticed coming from smaller communities is people come home and they drive into their front garage and then that garage closes behind them and they don't know who their neighbors are. Mm -hmm. And so we are very 
extroverted humans. We know all our neighbors and we know, you know, we shovel for each other and we bake cookies and all of those wonderful things. And that's really what this campaign is about. It's about trying to get back to a place where people are helping their neighbors informally, organically, with kindness. And even if that's, you know, making sure your kids wave when they're walking home from school to the to the older folks peeking out of their blinds at three o'clock, you know, those kinds of things, dropping off a little card, maybe for a holiday, helping with some yard work. As I mentioned before, moving garbage bins is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so any of those things, but even just giving your phone number, saying hi at the mailbox, those are really simple things that people can do that help to make a community so much stronger for seniors and for people generally to age in place and just to live. We have about 90 seconds before our commercial break. So how many members do you have uh, right now and how people kind of join? So our website is probably the best way for people to get involved because all of the things we do are listed there and you can apply to become a volunteer and look at all the opportunities we have available. In terms of the number of members, I don't know that off of the top of my head. As I mentioned, we have about 2,700 volunteers and about 45 paid staff. So we, we have a good... Uh, contingent of folks and we're always looking for more to join. There's lots of need. So you don't know how many seniors are kind of oh, members? Seniors? In, more or less? Yeah. I would say probably around the five thousand mark. Um, in our department, which is the volunteers, we have about 2,600 senior clients that our volunteers are serving. So, um, but that's just in the one department and we have three others. So I would say around that, that 5,000 mark. And those are mostly um, isolated or uh, folks that are needing extra support. Mm-hmm. I love this whole idea of, um, cause I have certainly been that person to drive into my garage and, and put the garage door down. And, um, I, I love the idea of really igniting that the neighborhood to check in on one another, mm-hmm. particularly with seniors. I, I love where that's going. Anastasia Stevens, uh, we've got to take a break. We'll be right back. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. We are back with Anastasia Stevens, Director, Senior Social Support at the Calgary Seniors Resource Society. So, Anastasia, I have uh, one more question about uh, the website that uh, Tara mentioned, and you have the stories over there. And when you look at the stories, and we we talk about uh, the science today says that, uh, you know, you have to keep your mind active all the time. Um, Take the word retirement out of the, the vocabulary. How do we get seniors that have a lot of life experience to be more involved in the business community? Calgary is going now through, you know, major shifts and those guys seen it all in the last 50, 60 years. How do we get them more involved in the day-to-day business community and, and use their knowledge and their advice? 
I love that question. And I think that's so important. I think initiatives like um, Top 7 Over 70 or um, other other activities that are happening in the city are really trying to celebrate what some of those folks have to offer, the skills and experience that they can bring um, and how that can be used to help younger folks who are just starting out. I think um, from my perspective, I think there's a lot of value in people volunteering as well. And not just in, you know, service roles where you're maybe visiting a senior, but also volunteering on board of directors, um, in on different committees, in different ways within organizations. And we would call those leadership volunteers. And I think there's a lot of those opportunities around. I think they're a little bit harder to find sometimes. But what I would encourage is that people who who feel like that's something they want to do, that they look for an organization that really aligns to their values and then have a conversation with those folks about what's needed. What, where do they need support and how can you kind of customize and build your own volunteer role? Um, I also think there's a, a lot of value in um, connecting with other people in this story piece that you talked about. Stories are really important. And, you know, even for myself, I get asked a lot, why I came to this organization and why seniors, why did I choose that for my career? And my, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents growing up, more time I think there than I did at my own house. My grandma's now 95 and she lives in long-term care and I see her very regularly. And I think spending time with her and hearing about her experiences teaching in one-room schoolhouses across the prairies and really understanding um, she grew up, she was born in 1927 with club feet and congenital hips. So she has a significant physical disability, which has impacted her aging. Um, and so it's amazing and inspiring to hear what that was like for her and how she overcame some of those challenges. I think that's the part that's the most rewarding about what we do. And I think that's why the volunteers stick around um, for so long is because the stories that they hear from these clients, uh, from these seniors are so rich and they are filled with amazing lived experience. We have people who have been prisoners of war. We have people who have um, built amazing careers from nothing and and designed beautiful buildings and been uh, award-winning dancers and like that whole gamut. So it's a really um, incredible way to appreciate all of those things. Um, and I think that it's that richness that really brings people back and inspires them to want to be a part of that. I, I love that you suggest that people look out for the different organizations that may align with their values. How do we help workplaces understand the value of keeping people with that life experience in the workplace? Because it does seem to, I mean, that's the turn, right? Younger, um, more cutting edge, they have the newest knowledge, but what is it that the seniors, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a senior citizen, but anybody aging can bring to the workplace as well? How do we help people recognize that both are good? That's a really interesting question. I think coming up out of the pandemic on the other side of it, you know, now at our office and in my department, we've gone with a bit of a hybrid working model where people are working partially from home and partially in the office. I think that's pretty standard these days. I think what the pandemic has given us is an, is, is flexibility like we've never seen it before. And I think that's really positive for aging workers because I think a lot of times 
the roles need to be adjusted. What we're looking for from folks needs to be adjusted. They don't always want to, um, you know, do the nine to five Monday to Friday. They need to have flexibility, but they still have a lot that they can provide. So figuring out what it is that they're really good at and where they can really contribute value and then providing flexibility around those roles, I think is a great way to start. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that ageism is worth mentioning here because I think people really don't know what ageism is. When you list the big isms, ageism is typically excluded and it's rampant all around us. All you have to do is watch a few movie trailers. I was at um, the movies on the weekend and there was a, a movie trailer for a movie where a young woman is suddenly zapped into an older woman's body. And just from what I saw in the trailer, I had a bunch of red flags and I'm not saying it's not a good movie. I'm just saying <laughs> it, it was a little alarming. We see ads for skin cream and wrinkle prevention. And we think about seniors as being no longer sexual beings after they turn 65, which is ridiculous. Oh, and whoa, so, whoa. yeah. <laughs> you got two years, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, but that's my point is that I think ageism sometimes is insidious in, and it's very nuanced in, mm-hmm. in our society. And I think it's important to be aware of those biases and to really consider those. Even, you know, if you look at a pedestrian crossing near a long-term care facility, you'll often see very ageist imagery on mm-hmm. that sign. Yeah, so, hunched over exactly, with a cane. cane exactly. Yeah. And that's how we're depicting older people. So I think those are all things worth worth considering. I don't have the answers or the solutions to those problems, but I think it's worth people at least taking a look at and starting to unpack. That's good. I never even thought about that, the signage at the crosswalks. So just even a little bit of awareness uh, uh, around these things. Anastasia, what's one for the uh, one for the ages breakfast? Yeah. So um, prior to COVID, we had a gala. And as we know, COVID sort of blew everything up and live gatherings were not possible. So this is a bit of a reinvention of that. So we have um, a special guest, Carl Honoré, who will be um, presenting as our keynote speaker at our One for the Ages breakfast. It's on September 29th at the Palliser. It's going to be, I think, a really good time. Quite excited about that. And tickets are still available. And I believe you can either call our office or visit our website. When, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Honey, uh, go ahead. Well, thank you. Um, the Sendagram program, I really want to make sure you have time to talk about that because I think that this is so lovely, the different grams that people can send. Can you explain yeah. what that program is? So that was another thing that my team started, the wonderful Jessica White started um, during COVID. We really wanted a way to, people were doing so many kind things during the pandemic and mm-hmm. there wasn't recognition of that. So we started our kind Calgarian grams. So you could nominate someone who was a kind Calgarian and we'd send a cute little postcard and a pin and a sticker, that kind of stuff. And now we're really through our kind neighbor campaign that I mentioned earlier, we're looking to expand that to a kind Albertan gram program. But we have other grams as well. We have caregiver grams. So you can give a shout out to someone who's maybe deep in the trenches, caregiving to a loved one. We also have our ally grams. So for our 2S LGBTQ plus community, you can send an ally gram. And all of them are really colorful and celebratory and really just meant to recognize kindness and to that pay it forward mentality to inspire people to keep doing more and more. Which program is the most uh, popular? 
I'm just, you yeah, know, no, that's setting good. the record for myself. Yeah. Right? I think our escorted <laughs> transportation program, um, or we changed the name to essential transportation. Uh, it, it, it's probably the most in demand program. So seniors who are needing to get to their medical appointments, and it's not just a pick up and drop off that the volunteer is helping them into the car, staying with them through their appointment. Often those experiences can be stressful. They can mm-hmm. be hard to navigate. You might not be able to find where you're going. You don't know where to park. It can be very anxiety-inducing for seniors. And so our escorted wow. transportation program is, is very popular. We have about 800 clients in that program and about 200 volunteers. And they're amazing volunteers, but we are always looking for more folks in that program specifically. The other thing during the pandemic, we ended up taking on um, rides for seniors to their cancer treatments or many seniors to their cancer treatments because another program that was providing that service closed. Um, And we've continued on. um, They're not up to full capacity yet. But I think that's been one of the most heart-wrenching but also rewarding experiences for our volunteers recently to drive people to treatments that are so needed. and, And many of those clients do pass away. It's, it, I think that really in a nutshell sums up our work. It can be so sad and emotionally taxing, but it feels so good at the same time. It's, it's a bit of an oxymoron that way. So how do people uh, volunteer? How do they sign up as a volunteer with you? Uh, coming to our website. So calgaryseniors.org is the best way to find all of that info. Perfect. Our guest this morning was Anastasia Stevens, Director of Senior Social Supports for Calgary Seniors Resource Society. Thank you, Anastasia, for being with us. Thank you for having me. Love it. So many ways to help the senior community. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. 